everybody. Welcome to the Ministry Staff Podcast. I'm your host, Chad Giddens. If you work, serve, or volunteer in any type of ministry, this is the podcast you want to be listening to on a regular basis. Listen, here's today's topic. My leader doesn't understand me. My leader does not understand me. There are ways that our leadership uh, interacts with us that we may not understand. But let me ask you this question. Does that mean that they really don't understand us? If we feel like they don't understand us, does that mean our feeling is true? It, it, listen, if we come, if we have a poor attitude about our leadership because of the way we feel, we may never be able to grow. And that's happening in a lot of people that are young, not necessarily young in years, although it does generally it happens a lot to young people, but also those who are young and serving young and working in the ministry, young and volunteering and working with leadership. And listen, this does not just apply in the ministry sense. This applies in regular business and corporate stuff as well. If you don't have a respect for your leadership, you may be leaving behind or losing the ability to grab hold of many things you need for your future. So let's get into this. Sometimes the way our leader speaks to us or they deal with us it makes us feel like they don't know who we are at all. It makes us feel like they don't care. Sometimes our leader comes off as abrasive or they don't compliment us enough or they're not leading us in a way that helps us grow. They're not feeding us what we need for success. That happens a lot. And we go through that. And that's not uncommon. Let me tell you, if you feel that way, I'm going to help you understand what's going on. But I don't want you to feel bad because you feel like your leader is not doing you a lot of good or they don't understand who you are or they're not leading you in the way you need to be led. Listen, that happens. But once we know the truth about what's going on there, whether we decide to continue to walk that way is up to us. Listen, young people often want their leader Here's a, here's a, this, I hear this all the time. They want their leader to talk to them in the way they want to be talked to. I want my leader to act towards me in the way that helps me grow. I want my leader to consider my emotional state when they deal with me. Let me say that again. A lot of people want their leader to consider how they feel when they're being dealt with. Say, hey, leader, before you deal with me, I want you to know how I feel. And you be sure you adjust yourself according to my feelings before you talk to me. We want our leaders to learn the language we speak and deal with us in that language. We want our leaders to be responsible to us to cause us to grow. We, a lot of young people are, 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 are people, not young people, but young in ministry, as I said earlier, haven't been around a lot of leadership, haven't really been around that kind of mentorship. They say, if I'm not growing, it's because you're not leading me correctly. I mean, I'm following you. That's not always the case. Listen, here's a big one. We want our leaders to recognize us as equal and as capable as they are. My, 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 do I see that a lot. I see so many people get offended because they feel like the leader doesn't see them as equal to everyone else. Hmm, hmm. Let me tell you something. Those types of feelings, uh, you know, wanting your leader to talk to you the way you want to be talked to, to adjust themselves to you, to consider your emotional needs, to consider where you're at in your life right now, to consider what's going on around, to, to, to recognize you, to compliment you. 
those type of attitudes towards your leader are very dangerous and they're, they're not helpful at all. They're not going to cause you to grow. Let me tell you something. It's not the role of leadership to adjust to you. It is your job to adjust to leadership. And if your leader's not adjusting to you, it's not talking to the way you want them to talk to you, that does not mean they're being disrespectful or you're not valuable. And here's why that is. Because God doesn't operate that way. Now, in order to grow, we're going to have to do some things. We're going to have to put our feelings aside. We're going to have to put our pride under. We're going to have to put our desire to be honored, our desire to be valued, all that stuff under. You say, Chad, our desire to be valued under? Yes, yes, absolutely. Because that's pride. I'm not saying people shouldn't value. I'm not saying people shouldn't be respectful to you. And I'm not saying people shouldn't talk to you in a considerate way. They should. But just because they don't doesn't give you the right to ignore their leadership. You see, so many times, listen to this in leadership, and I had to deal with this. I'm not saying, hey, I read some scriptures or I read a book and let me tell you what it said. I'm saying, this is what I lived. My leaders dealt with me in a way that was highly uncomfortable, frustrated me, it angered me, and it made me feel small. Okay? Have you ever felt like that from your leader? They frustrated you. They angered you. They made you feel small. They're dealing with you. They're correcting a problem in you that you don't think exists at all, and they're not seeing you right. Let me tell you, if you don't open your heart to what they're saying just because of the way they said it, it's pride. And that is the real problem. There is the real difficulty. It is immature, childish pride. I had to learn a long time ago when, when dealing with my leadership to strip away the emotion and grab all the information I can possibly handle. And I've talked about it in previous podcasts, and I will mention here again, there have many times when I've been in and with my leaders, they have corrected me, and I'm thinking the whole time, you are completely wrong, and you have totally misconstrued this. You do not understand what you're saying. I am not the person you're trying to correct me as. And then as I walked away from the meeting, I said, here's what I'm going to do. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping me with this. This is just the grace of God that I even had this thought. I'm simply going to accept whatever my leader said is true. I'm going to throw out of my mind everything I think they were wrong about and just walk it out like they were 100% right. It was often months down the road after that decision that I actually saw the truth of what my leader was saying. And it changed my life forever. And as I've shared in previous podcasts, not only did it change the wrong behavior I had, it taught me a lesson on how to change 10 other behaviors that the leader wasn't even dealing with. My goodness, how submission is so wonderful for our lives. Listen, leadership corrects. It disciplines. It admonishes you. It straightens out our life. It adjusts your attitude. It finds faults and corrects them. Why? Not to be jerks. It's because of love. You say, Chad, I don't see how the leader making me feel bad or making me feel small or, 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 or correcting me when I don't feel like I need to be corrected or holding me, <clears throat> listen to what I'm about to say, holding me accountable to the fact that I didn't do what they said. I mean, they're making me sit here and, and tell them why I didn't do it. I don't feel like that's helpful, Chad. Listen, the big word in there is I feel. 
I feel. If you live your life by your feelings, you are going to get stopped in your tracks 800 times a day. Do you know what living by your feelings means? Everything on the outside is my God. Everything, my emotions are my God. It's not Jesus Christ, it's my emotions. So if others don't make me feel right, then they have ruined my life because I certainly can't be responsible for my own life. There's just, that's just not possible. I certainly can't overcome uh, bad attitudes around me. I certainly can't succeed unless someone else feeds me the success. No, that's what your leader's working against. In, 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 in leadership, and I can tell you because I, I, I have run my department that, that I work at a church and I run a department. I have run it for 23 years. And I have learned this both from having to deal with it myself and working in others. If you will respond correctly to leadership, you'll begin to grow. But if you live by your feelings, you will stay put. You will not grow. I don't feel like they respect my gifts. I don't think they see how good I can be. I don't think they respect my opinion. I, I, they ask me a question and then they, they don't ever uh, uh, even really listen to the answer. I don't feel like they understand who I am at all. Don't they know this isn't the job for me? Don't they know that I shouldn't be doing this? I should be doing that? Listen, you need to realize this. Your leader is not only accomplishing through you some task, they're accomplishing in you the best for your future. Let's look at what the Bible has to say about that. Psalms 94, listen to this verse, Psalms 94, 11 through 13. Listen to what it says. I'm reading out the Amplified Version. The Lord knows the thoughts of man. They are vain, empty and futile. Listen, God knows you've got a lot of thoughts in you and I've got a lot of thoughts in me that are stupid, futile, useless, and of no fruit. Okay, verse 11, the Lord knows the thoughts of man's, they are vain, empty and futile, only a breath. Verse 12, blessed is the man who you, he's talking about God, discipline and instruct, O Lord, and teach out of your law. Do you hear what that said in verse 12? Blessed is the man you discipline and instruct. Verse 13, listen to this, listen to this. Psalms 94, 13, that you may give him power to keep himself calm in the day of adversity. Listen, when you have bad days, when you have rough days, and it throws you all off, this is your emotions being in control. Does any good fruit ever really come out of you living emotionally? Has, has that ever worked out? If you say, I'm angry, so I'm just going to be angry to people. I'm hurt, so I'm going to hurt people. I, I'm feeling this, so that's how I'm going to respond to everyone. Has that ever really done you a lot of good? It doesn't do anybody good. How many people do you know in your life right now, and maybe you're one of them, that they cannot get through the day without being offended without being hurt, and unless somebody calls them or texts them or they jump on YouTube or Instagram and find the latest encouraging word of the day, they can't even function. They have, listen to this, no strength in their heart. It's all in their head, and it has to be fed to them by their circumstances. Otherwise, they can't succeed. Do you know people like that? Are you a person like that? Listen, there's a way out of it. 
There's a way, there's a way out of it. Submitting, submitting to leadership. Even if you don't feel like it. Listen, I have to say it this way. Let me see if I can say it correctly. When I have had struggles in my past with submitting to leadership, if I've submitted, two things have happened. Not only did I correct the problem they set before me, but I grew and became more in character because I submitted through the emotional distress of the moment. I became a stronger person. I became a calmer person. I became a person who, whether I'm having great days or bad days, whether situations around me are stressful or easy, I can be the same person in every situation. Do you know how wonderful it is to be able to think clearly and have a great attitude in the midst of everything around you going wrong? Do you know how great it is, how wonderful it is to have people around you that even when you're having a bad day are not affected by your mistreatment and still treat you good? Because if you live by your emotions, you can't do that. Do you know why they treated you good while others were treating them bad? Because they don't live by their emotions. You see, so much in in our correction with leadership and so much in our leadership, whether we're, we're serving or volunteering or working, our leadership is doing us, they are building us up in a great way. And it's not just about the thing, like you filled out that paperwork wrong or you weren't at the, you know, your volunteer station, you weren't there on time. It's also about dealing with character and honor and respect and all the ways that the enemy can trip you up. They're helping you get those out of your life. Let's look at this from the word again. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 10 and 11. That's what I'm about to read right now. For our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years, doing the best they knew how. My, is that a key scripture? Let me say something to you. I have never met in my entire life a perfect leader. I have suffered emotional problems. Now, I say emotional problems. I've been hurt and talked too wrong by every single leader I've ever had. And you know what? Every single person that has served under me has also suffered from me. There is no perfect leaders. The Bible even says it right here. They're doing the best they can. I have said this on previous podcasts. I'm going to say it again. Uh, And when it comes to leadership, God is doing as much through the leader as he is also doing to the leader. It is not easy to be a leader. Do not quickly judge them. I know there is wrong leadership. I have seen wrong leadership. I have talked about it in previous podcasts. There are some leaders you need to quit and get away from. They are toxic. They are detrimental, and they will break your heart. They live in sin, and they promote it. Get away from those kind of leaders. But just because your leader is having a bad day or a bad month, and they don't seem to be understanding how you need to be treated or talked to or how you need to grow or what job you need to be serving at so that you can do for them what they want. It Just because they don't seem to understand it does not mean they're wrong. It very well can mean that God is leaving you in a situation that's breaking some difficult parts of your life away so that the enemy will not be able to grab hold of them and destroy you. Listen, Jesus said, oh, well, let me get back to my Hebrews here. I, I, I was getting off track. Hebrews 12, 
Verse 10, 11, for our earthly fathers disciplined us for a few years doing the best they knew how. But God's discipline is always good for us. Did you hear that? Discipline is always good for us so that we might share or have a part of or walk in his holiness. Verse 11, no discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. Now listen, this is not a suggestion from God. He is laying out an absolute truth that will always be true. No discipline is enjoyable while it's happening. It's painful. That's what it says. But afterwards, there will be a peaceful harvest of right living for those who are trained by it. That means if you will submit to what's going on, here's how it's going to work. It's going to come from God. It's going to be good. It's going to be painful. It is not going to be enjoyable while it's happening. It will, if you allow it to work in your life, it will bring you into good things. These are absolute truths. God is not saying on Mondays, Wednesdays, and every other Thursday, here's how this works. Uh, It's not saying every even month, but not in the odd months. It's not saying if you're over 50, this works. And if you're under 50, it doesn't. It's saying, here's the deal. If you have a good leader, if you have someone in your life that cares about you, here's what they're going to do. They're going to discipline you. It is going to be uncomfortable while it's happening. It is even going to be painful sometimes. And if you will submit to it, you will absolutely grow. And you know what we call this? This is God saying, you know what I call this discipline process? I call it good. I call it favorable. I say it is in your favor. See, we often want our leaders to understand us, but maybe this is the problem. Maybe they really do. Maybe they are absolutely understanding us. Maybe it's you that don't understand it. What kind of person, what kind of unloving person sees someone else, their friend or someone other in the wrong and allows them to continue on a path that will cause them harm? Nobody. But you know what? Most people are not on a path they really believe will cause them harm. You know, I've been, I've, I've had many behaviors in my life I did not realize were hindering me. Had my leaders not had brought them up, I'd still be in that fault. I'd still be hindering my own life. I'd still have some ways the enemy can grab a hold of me and destroy some good fruit. If my leaders had not have corrected me, I'd still be vulnerable to attack. But you know what was happening when they corrected me? I didn't see it. I didn't even know that existed. I didn't even know that thing was wrong. I didn't even know the behavior I was doing was unfruitful. So when they corrected me, I was like, what are you talking about? You crazy leader. You don't know what to, you have totally misjudged me. You don't, under, I'm not that person at all. But you know what? I submitted to it six months down the road. I'm like, wow, they were so right. I had no idea that that's what that was doing. I had no idea those problems in my life were being caused. I had no idea I was harming others with the way I was acting. I had no idea. Thank God for those leaders. Thank God for those leaders. Listen, right now in in, in our world, in, in, 
and I hate to say this because I, I, I do love leaders and I know leaders strive, but there is a great injustice going on in our young people, in, in, in our leaders. So many are being raised without fathers. So many are being raised without good leadership. And it's propagated this psychology of leadership. It's propagated so much into the church world where they're saying, you know what, if you're going to be a, little, a good leader, you better learn who your, who your people are and talk to them the way they want to be talked to. And, and make sure you consider all of your words before you talk to them. And I'm not in any way promoting being disrespectful or inconsiderate to people that serve under you. I don't believe in that. I have been that person. It was a sin when I did it, and it was not fruitful. But let me tell you something. You're not going to grow by getting spoon-fed in a high chair by your leaders. I have a personal trainer. I go to, I go to the gym. And if you see me on my Instagram, yes, I know I need to lose some more pounds. You know, don't judge my life. I'm working on it. But here's the deal. I, my trainer, when I first started going there, used to set some weight. He said, Chad, we're going to pick up this weight. I'm like, okay, you're an idiot because there's no way I'm lifting that weight. Chad, get under there. Lift that weight. Lift that weight. I start lifting weight, and he grabbed hold of that bar with me, and he helped me lift it every single rep. I'm like, why are you putting weight on me? I can't even pick up twice. Like I did it once, and then you're saying, let's go all the way to 12. You had to help me with 11 reps. But you know what? I stayed under his, his leadership. I stayed under his training. And now I warm up with 30 and 40 reps of the weight that I used to no longer, uh, that in my previous years, I couldn't even lift once. Weights I could not handle. I now breeze through as a warm up. And that's the case when you submit to leadership situations, stress, emotional pressures, relationship problems that used to stop you in your tracks, you will breeze through without a second thought. You know what that is? That's freedom from the enemy. That's freedom from from pressure. That's freedom from emotional distress. That sounds like peace in a person's heart. That sounds like joy in a person's mind. That sounds like a person who can speak kindness when others are being mean and so into them good things for their life. That sounds like a person who is not going to let the enemy hold them back. Let me tell you something. I thank God. Listen to this statement that I was raised by leaders. Listen to what I'm about to say that did not allow me to use my feelings or my fears to make decisions. I thank God for that. My leaders taught me right is right no matter what. Well, they didn't act right, so? Well, they didn't talk to me right, so? Does that mean you can do wrong? Well, they didn't compliment me when they corrected me, so? Does that mean their correction's not right? Listen, maturity means you no longer act like a child. You no longer consider all your personal feelings in your decisions. You carry on with what's right and you do what's right no matter how you feel. That is part of maturity and your leaders are growing you. When you start to use your feelings to validate your leadership, you're acting arrogantly and you will not grow. Let me say that again. When you start to use your feelings to validate your leadership, You're acting arrogantly, and you will not grow. And you may be thinking, Chad, I I serve under a leader that just doesn't understand me. 
Well, this is how I respond. Maybe they understand you more than you think. Maybe they're a little more concerned with your future than they are with your present. You know, my children, I've raised two children. Uh, One of them's 22, one of them's 19. If I had let them continue to wear diapers all their life, would my children now at 19 be good people or would they look like crazy people with all kinds of social issues and no friends? I trained them to do better than they were at and to move forward in their lives. Now, I know that's kind of a ridiculous example, but if you're never trained to quit responding to your emotions, to quit responding to your feelings, to quit taking everything so personal, you're going to get road blocked every three days. I'm just telling you, you are never going to be able to find peace and move forward. And that's really common in our current state of things, unfortunately. I am one of the lucky few that was raised with two parents, both of them godly, both of them full of character, who are still married today and an example of how people ought to live their lives. I'm one of the few. Not everybody was raised that way, and it is unfortunate. People were not raised around leaders and fathers that will talk straight to them, be like, no, you did wrong, and I don't care that you felt that way. You should not have done that, and you need to say I'm sorry. See, people weren't raised with that. They weren't raised with people who made them give an account for the wrong. Did I tell you to do this? Yes, sir, you did. I want you to explain to me why you didn't. Yeah, people weren't, listen, when you have to really make an account for what you did wrong, it really helps you do right. So many people these days were not raised having to be accountable, having having to, to follow instructions, having strong leaders straight talk them and tell them this was wrong, this was right, and I expect you to do right. I don't feel like, I don't this, I don't care how you feel, I need it done. And it is your character and it is your job to get it done and it's your character on the line. And that seems harsh. You'd be like, why are you putting so much pressure on me? It's not. You may see it as pressure. You may think your leader's not understanding you. You may think that they're not considering you, but listen, they are training you in two ways. To be successful for God and to be free of the control of the enemy. Submit to it. Now remember, I'm not talking about unrighteous leadership. And and by unrighteous, I don't mean like they talk to me wrong. I mean leadership that's like, hey, adultery is great, or we should go out and get drunk together, or let's hide that money and not tell anybody about it. I'm not talking about that. Okay, those kind of people you get away from, they'll destroy your life. Don't submit to that. Get up and go. I didn't say stir a big ruckus and put them on blast on, on, on social media and all that. I said, get up and go. If you cannot respect your leadership, get up and leave. But do not stay there and cause problems because you curse your own life. Listen, you may think your leadership doesn't understand you. Maybe they understand you better than you think. This is what I want you to do. Listen, not with your head and your emotions. Listen with your heart. God said, and if you want to be a part of his kingdom, you got to operate by this principle. He said, I discipline those I love. It's not enjoyable. It's not pleasant. I've put people in this earth, fathers and leaders, that discipline the best they know how. If you submit to it, it will bear you the peaceable fruit of righteousness in your own life. 
Let yourself grow. And you need to do, and in order to do that, you're going to have to stop judging your leaders by how you feel. They are not good or bad based on how you feel. They're good or bad based on how they respond to God, and they will not do it perfectly, and he will help them lead you. Maybe it's true that your leader doesn't understand you, and thank goodness they don't, because they're looking at the you you need to be, not the you that you are. Listen, if that's it for today's podcast. If it was a blessing to you, let us know. You can hit us up on social media. Go to the website, ministrystaffpodcast.com. Leave me a message. I'll read them. Love mail, hate mail. I'll read them all. And we'll talk to you again.